So welcome to our leadership series On the Sofa with Angie. Today's special guest is Olivia Smith, who is the Customer Success Manager at Slack. So a very warm welcome and thank you for joining us today, Liv. Hi, thank you. So today's podcast is in celebration of Pride Month. Pride Month is celebrated every June as a tribute to those who were involved in the Stonewall riots in 1969. Um, so thank you very much, Liv, for joining us. Um, so what does Pride Month mean to you? Um, yeah, I think we're quite lucky in the UK in that Pride is seen as a, a sort of celebration of the LGBT community through events. And then there's normally the parade in, in June. Um, I think, though, as you kind of mentioned about Stonewall, it's really uh, important to remember the roots of Pride. So I was lucky enough a couple of years back to go to Pro World Pride in New York, which was celebrating 50 years since the Stonewall riots. And for me, it was a really valuable reminder that Pride originated as fighting for LGBT rights against pr police brutality and social issues that uh, have historically been within the LGBT community as a marginalised group because of who they love uh, and the, the gender they identify with. Um, so as I, I think we're really lucky in the UK since Pride is more of a celebration of equality. Um, in the UK, being LGBT is no longer a, a criminal offence. We have gay or same-sex marriage. Um, but I think you also have to then consider the hundreds of millions of LGBT people around the world for, for, the, for that just isn't the case. And for me, that's really what's pride stands about it's remembering and fighting for the rights of all those people that don't necessarily have them absolutely and what does it mean for you being lgbtq in the workplace um yeah it's a good question actually i, I actually started my career um being adamant that i wanted to stay in the closet um and as i started being exposed to professionals and and particularly role models who were their sort of authentic lgbt selves in the workplace my eyes opened as wait i can be gay and i can also have a career so um i was very fortunate i started working with accenture and microsoft who both are sort of globally recognized for their lgbt communities and i sat on the uk committees for both of those organizations um, was proud enough to work with Accenture during the time when they brought out their UK, UK Allies programme, for instance. Um, so, yeah, really exciting period due to, due to those. Um, these days, I think it's, you know, an, an essential part of the workplace to have diversity community groups. Um, and I think it's a little unfortunate for some startups, for example, where you don't have the number of people to start up those groups. Um, I work at Slack today and I've kind of been through that transition of being a really small organisation to a, a larger one where we do have really good, strong diversity groups now. And I think Slack itself is very good at uh, weaving diversity initiatives into everything that we do. Um, a really good example of this from kind of the LGBT side of it is we release the ability uh, within your profile within Slack to update your pronouns. And that sort of finger on the button of what that diversity groups actually need and building that into your organization, I think is a really important um, thing to be doing. Brilliant. And um, how important is it to you when sort of selecting, you know, which company to work for? Uh, is their approach to sort of diversity and inclusion in the workplace? Uh, massive. <laughs> I think, well, I grew up as, a, as an engineer, right? My, my uh, career, I started off as a, a civil engineer. And so there was already kind of uh, a lack of diversity, I guess, in my university groups. I was one of 10 women in a group of 100 or so uh, students. So the idea of diversity at that point was already very um, prominent for me. 
And then building on top of that, then realizing that I was a lesbian in a sort of minority community, then I started realizing how important it was to be voicing the needs of others. Um, for me, like picking a place when I when I'm work, going to work for a place, I pick places that look at diversity, not only because that's the sort of company that I want, that I want to be working for, but for me, I find it's also an essential part of the socialising at work. I really enjoy spending time with my LGBT colleagues at all the organisations I've worked with, and I've found that is an incredibly um, valuable piece of information that I'm going to be looking for when selecting somewhere. Excellent, thank you. And so talking about being more involved in the LGBTQ communities, um, how do you get more involved in those communities actually in the wider tech scene in London? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good question. I think the tech LGBT scene, uh, specifically in London, but also around the UK, has really grown in the last eight years or so. Um, there's a number of different forums in uh, across the UK. So there's things like Out in Tech uh, and Intertech, which are forums for networking. They'll have um, events which are based around certain subjects, but are also kind of tech based. Um, for example, how does the LGBT world work in finance or fintech, for instance? That, that's some really interesting subjects going on. Um, for queer women, there's Lesbians Who Tech. Um, that's a global organisation. They've got a chapter in London. They do regular events um, and they also have their big conference in, each year in San Francisco. Um, you can then get more tech specific. So there's things like Queer Code, which is a community of software developers for queer individuals who want to meet and um, work in software development. Um, so that's kind of the London side of it. I think if you want to get more specifically involved in it in your uh, company, there's usually, well, for larger companies, I mean, I've been very lucky, there's always been a diversity groups and LGBT groups in the companies I've worked with. Um, but if you find that there's not those uh, groups within the, the organization you're working with, then in the UK, uh, if you've not heard of it, there's Stonewall, which is a fantastic charity that will provide some free resources to explain how to set up your own um, LGBT groups. It then goes all the way to helping you set up your own ally programs and you can get really quite sophisticated with Stonewall. Um, so I definitely recommend looking at them. Um, there's also quite uh, sort of like quite boutique um, sort of uh, inclusion firms such as Confronting Change, which will look at tailored inclusion strategies for your organisation. So not just necessarily LGBTQ, but LGBTQ and disabilities, for instance, um, or, or any other diversity uh, group out there. Excellent. Thank you. Well, lots of great resources there as well. And uh, so thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. Uh, I've been a, a sort of gay member in the community, um, but also thank you for championing other people in the community as well and really showcasing that you can actually be yourself and be your authentic self at work and at home and that there is a safe space to do that. So thank you so much, uh, Olivia. That's been uh, really fantastic. Um, so, uh, so thank you. Yeah, thank you, Angie. It's been lovely.